0: Crafters, welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I want to welcome you here. This is a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game, such as Minecraft 1.20. That's bringing us a lot of different kinds of new features, like the uh, trial chambers, the trial spawners, the breeze, the wind charge, things like that. We're really, really excited about, but also we talked about ideas for future Minecraft updates, things that are not guaranteed to come to the game, but we would love it if they did. Uh, even uh, improvements on existing features. Those are things that we talk about a lot, too. So if that's the kind of thing that you are interested in and you talk about with your friends uh, while you play Minecraft... Uh, this might be the place for you. So I encourage you to uh, stay tuned, keep listening, join the community on the Discord. The link is in the description of this episode. And if you really enjoy this podcast, consider subscribing to it on whatever platform you listen to it on and uh, sharing it with a friend who might also be interested in it. Well, guys, without any further ado, let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. Q&A segment is when I turn the spotlight on you guys, the listeners. Um, I asked you a question a few episodes ago and you guys answered it. So I'm going to read those and uh, respond and react to your responses. So a few episodes ago, I asked you guys, are there any features of Minecraft that you think need more uses. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of features in Minecraft that uh, range from vital to the game. They have a myriad of uses to very, very specific things that either have a single use or no use at all. Uh, Case in point, Redstone has many, many, many uses. It's one of the most versatile things in the game, but on the other hand, the Echo Shard has one single use. And then you have things like, um, uh, let's see, uh, the poison potato, which hardly has any use at all. Uh, So there's a lot of different things going on in the game. And I wanted to see your opinions um, on what features of Minecraft really need to be fleshed out and be a little bit more useful for the player. Omega Godzilla says... Echo shards, diamonds, the fletching table, and copper. Interesting putting diamonds in there. I would argue that diamonds are quite useful, um, but they have, they're very comfortably fitting into their own little niche. They are a um, crafting ingredient. You use them in armor, obviously, in tools and uh, uh, weapons, but you also use them in um, uh, the, uh, the trims um, when you want to duplicate a trim. Uh, you can use diamonds to do that you can also use them in some cases for trading uh, with the wandering trader and villagers uh, they're very very useful when it comes to um server currencies you also craft uh boxes with them <laughs> um so I would argue that diamonds actually have a good number of uses, but maybe not. Maybe that's just the case for me. Maybe maybe not so much for other people. The fletching table, I think, needs to. Yeah, it, it, a use for the fletching table would be good, um, and echo shards as well. Copper is extremely versatile already. I think copper um, fits comfortably within a niche of building blocks and more technical gear such as um, the lightning rod and the spyglass. Um, but again, this might just be my perspective. The arch villager says, sea pickles, what if they could lure in fish and scare away the drowned or the glass pane? We need arrows to break through that. Imagine a skeleton outside your window, though. Uh, that's a very interesting idea. First of all, the sea pickles one, I like that. What if sea pickles attracted certain kinds of fish? Or what if they attracted axolotls? That would be really, really great. Um, that way you could have a better way of, um, you know, controlling the axolotls you already have. Um, or you could have a better way of catching them if you want to catch them. Um, that would be really, really good. Maybe they could attract glow squid so you could incorporate them into glow squid farms. Uh, but arrows breaking glass panes would be really cool. I I would like, I like the idea of arrows breaking more things. Um, and glass panes would be Quite um, quite satisfying, I think, to shoot those out. <laughs> Kalos says, the village bell. I would love to see it with rideable mobs to help move villagers around. That's a cool idea. So using this as a way to manipulate uh, the pathfinding of villagers. We kind of already do that a little bit. When you ring the village bell, the villagers go into a panic and run into their homes or run to wherever their beds are. Um, the, it could, you know, be used in tandem with rideable mobs like you're suggesting and Maybe, um, you can put these together in a way that, uh, the villagers will move to certain locations, depending on maybe how many times you ring the bell or, uh, if you ring the bell, but this block is nearby to change the tone or something like that. Uh, great idea. Randomly duck says enchanting books. I feel like being able to craft with them would be really cool for new items. Keep digging straight down. Um, and yeah, I feel like we've talked about this in a previous episode, but using enchanting books in crafting recipes would be really cool um, to sort of imbue, uh, items with that enchantment or with some, some sort of, um, theme, you know, like, so for instance, maybe, um, crafting a campfire, but using the, uh, fire aspect book into the recipe would give you a different kind of campfire that maybe, um, would be, uh, a bigger campfire or maybe one that is waterproof, um, so you could put fire under water uh, things like that so playing around with the idea of whatever the enchanted book is themed around and uh, crafting something with that theme would be really really cool next we have briar rabbit and they write chainmail you have to find it instead of crafting it and it has less protection than iron so what's the point maybe arrow deflecting like a shield uh, and yeah we've talked earlier about uh, chainmail being more useful in the game and um, I think that you know having something to do with catching arrows or tangling arrows up would be would be good floop says the horse and the minecart, just a little perks to make the elytra not too op for example maybe you could charge if you were holding a sword on a horse like the romans did and it takes and it does lots of damage um great great point uh yeah we've talked at, at length in previous episodes on how um you know, the Elytra introduces a problem into Minecraft that, um, all the other forms of transportation in the game are no longer worth having. So carts and horses are kind of, you know, left in the dust as transportation, um, once you have an Elytra, because the Elytra are just so good. So I think instead of debuffing the, um, Elytra, The answer really is buffing the, uh, the, the, the horses and the minecarts. Although there are some good ideas for making the elytra less powerful. Um, I think the horse in particular can be much better, um, if they were able to swim more, um, or if they had a enchantment on their horse armor that allowed them to swim without kicking you off. I think if horses were able to, uh, either allow you to ride through leaves Um, as if they were not there. Or if trees in Minecraft actually grew a little bit taller to allow horses to pass under them um, without blocking their way, I think that would be actually a great change. Also, if the horse was treated more like a combat feature and um, when you're, you know, using the horse in combat, your attacks are more powerful maybe, I think that would also be great. So definitely those are two features of the game that could be um, better. And finally, Torben says, Sniffers, it would be fun to do more of these guys, like finding them naturally in a Dr. Seuss-style tropical biome or riding them as slow but powerful mounts that can charge or have mounted weapons. All right, so I I just love the idea of a Dr. Seuss-style, like, biome. Um, honestly, okay, so if I were going to update the mushroom biome, um, which technically is not supposed to be just an island, but, um, it oftentimes is an island. Uh, if I was going to update that area, that biome, it would be to look like a Dr. Seuss style place with like really crazy trees that are sort of like curling around, um, and like super colorful things. Um, and then maybe have sniffers have a chance of spawning there naturally as if this is sort of like a, a place that time has forgotten. Um, cause I know. Sniffers are supposed to be ancient mobs that existed in the prehistoric times of Minecraft. Um, so maybe the, the mushroom islands are sort of, you know, the Jurassic Park <laughs> of Minecraft in a way where you have a chance to actually find living um, fossils. Um, so I love that idea. Um, I, am I'm, I'm with you on the idea of them being mounts, but I don't know about the sniffers being used for combat because they're so peaceful, you know, and I feel like they should remain peaceful, but I do think that there should be a mount in Minecraft that is specifically for combat. Maybe the camel is that because you are higher up, um, and, uh, you can't really get hit by, um, hostile mobs that are only two blocks tall. Um, So maybe the camel is that combat mob that we were looking for. But either way, I do think that a combat uh, rideable mob would be excellent. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for these ideas and comments. And if you would like yours read out in an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many of those as I can in a future episode. Um, And you can also do this on the Discord. There is a channel that is completely dedicated to the Q&A segment, so you can go there and leave your answers there as well. Speaking of the Discord, again, the link to it is in the description of this episode. So please go check that out. There's a lot of fun things going on on the Discord. Lots of fun conversations about Minecraft, conversations about this podcast, ideas for Minecraft updates. There's a lot of people just uh, brainstorming ideas and having fun coming up with ideas for future theoretical updates for the game. Uh, and that, Personally, that's something I love to see um, is everyone else's ideas. It's just very inspiring to see you guys um, and your creativity. So if that's something you would like to join in, uh, go check it out. There's also uh, community run discord exclusive challenges going on. So if you like the one block challenge that I do here on the podcast, you'll probably like some of those more uh, discord exclusive community run uh, challenges. So go check those out. Speaking of the one block challenge today being Friday, this is when I announce the winners of this week's One Block Challenge. Now, if I don't read out your um, your idea as one of the top three, don't worry about it. You can go ahead and get a head start on next week's One Block Challenge. Uh, the theme is in the description, and I will talk about it at the end of this episode. Uh, but for now, let's turn our eyes and attention to the winners of this week's One Block Challenge. The theme for this week's One Block Challenge was transparency. And y'all had a lot of really fun ideas. Let's start here with third place. We have Kalos Veta. And Kalos Veta says, here is my transparent submission. The new block would be carved ice. It would be crafted from a combination of one packed ice, one decorative sherd, and one new item called the ice pick. The decal on the shirt would be implemented on the carved ice block. The ice pick would be Crafted with two iron nuggets and a stick, like the sword. Normal ice is transparent, but prone to melting. This new block would have the texture of ice. It would only melt with a light level of 15, and if uncovered. It would work like a glass pane. Calus Veta was found encased in a tomb of ice. (laughs) I think that this idea is really, really cool. One, just right off the bat, it's a decorative block. Um, it's a decorative transparent block and we don't really have very many of those in the game. Most of them are just the, um, just the, either the normal ice blocks or the glass blocks and, um, the glass box, again, there's not a whole lot of variation to them texture wise other than the color. Um, and that's fine. A lot. I've seen a lot of people and me personally, I like to use colored glass, um, in my builds as uh, different textures. <clears throat> but um there's not a lot of other transparent uh i uh blocks out there that have interesting textures to them. This would be one not only that it's customizable. So you're using those ancient pottery shirts that you dig up in the archaeology system. Using them in the crafting of this block is an excellent idea because you can get up to four variations of them. And I'm assuming, now this is just on the assumption that only one of those decals can be used, only one of the symbols. I'm seeing maybe all of them could be used and you could have a symbol on every face of this block potentially. I think that would be super, super cool um so a highly customizable uh, texture to a transparent decorative block is wonderful. It also has the ability to be melted if you need it to be for some reason, um, but it is much more difficult to melt needing a light level of 15 and also to be uncovered. Um, so using this in your builds would be a safe thing to add some more variety to your uh, windows. Maybe some stained glass windows could use a little bit more decoration. Maybe you're building a um, magical palace in this would be perfect to have some sort of crystalline structure in it. Uh, so, a great idea here. I also like the idea of this new ice pick um, uh, as a way to add customization to ice blocks somehow. I'm not sure how this would interact with other ice blocks, but I can imagine it being um, very interesting in its implementation. So, great idea, Kalos, and congratulations on coming in third place. Next up, we have second place here. We have omega godzilla 66 and they write my submission for the transparent one block challenge is the veil it would be crafted with six carpets and a dragon's breath this would output six veils it would appear like a black carpet with small blackish purple particles when a player or entity is standing on it they would become completely transparent including any armor or materials being held in their hand, unable to be seen by other players or detected by any mobs or redstone. All right. This is a very cool idea. Um, And honestly, this is one of those things that it's a very simple idea, but would have so many different uses in the game for different styles of play. Um, So for instance, Something that um, i 've seen a lot of people do is incorporate mobs into their builds for many different for many different effects. Um, one of those effects could be uh, you want the sounds that this mob makes, so maybe you want um, the sound of a um, uh, just okay a zombie just to keep it simple. You want the sound of a zombie, but you don 't want somebody to see a zombie walking around so one way to keep that have that effect in your build is to have a zombie living in the wall. Um, But maybe this could be a different way so that You actually have a zombie standing out in the middle of the room, but nobody can see it because it's on this block that uh, renders it invisible, including any armor or any uh, item that it's holding in its hand. Uh, Also, you know, a chicken with a lead on it. Maybe you want there to be a, um, you know, a rope incorporated into your build. And so you have a uh, a chicken with a lead that's attached to um, a fence post somewhere. Uh, But you don't want there to be a chicken running around and you don't want to have to, you know, have a chicken being a part of your build visibly. This could be a way to keep it invisible. There's so many different ways to use this. You could use this to prank people by just standing in the middle of their room, you know, <laughs> and really scare them to death. Uh, so a lot of great uses for this, and I think it would be wonderful. So basically, it just renders you transparent, and that's right on theme. So great idea, Omega Godzilla, and thank, thank you for the idea, and uh, congratulations on coming in second place. All right, in first place, we have Zachariah. Zachariah says, Hey Rebel JC, I'm new to your podcast, but it seems really great and I'd like to tell you to keep up the great work. Well, thank you so much, Zachariah. Also, I have a block for your one block challenge, the bubble block. A block that seems to defy reality. This light blue translucent block would not remain stationary and would float around the general area that you placed it. Although it looks fragile, it would hold your weight. The bubble block would be found occasionally in the ocean and would be and would be dropped by the drowned guardians and elder guardians upon attempting to mine the bubble block without a silk touch enchanted hoe the bubble block would multiply into two bubble blocks (laughs) bubble block that's very fun to say (laughs) this the feature this feature could be used for constructing emergency barricades it would make it quite easy to collect bubble blocks once you have one however The block would not stack. You would have to carry your bubbles in one slot each. While it would be hard to transport in large masses, this block would also enhance both construction and combat. In our favorite blocky game, Happy Building! I think this is one of the most unique ideas I've seen um, for a block. And this is really, really cool. Um, For one thing, I think that the strength of this block would be in adding, um, atmosphere to your builds in your areas. So for instance, um, if you have a, if you have an area or a biome that you want to make magical or alien in some way, having these bubbles sort of just floating around, you know, in a general area would just really add to that sort of magical or alien effect. Um, and I could see this work in like happy sort of princess fairy type styles, or even like spooky kind of styles, you know, like these are almost like spirit orbs, you know, in your, in your haunted mansion build. Um, I like this idea a lot, especially if you could place them underwater. So imagine you want to build an underwater base. You're using your, the conduits to, to live underwater. This would be right on point in a base like that if you had this floating around underwater oh that would be so cool and um, one thing that i would add to this idea what if you were able to place an item into the bubble right so the bubble actually becomes a moving um, item frame and so this item is just inside the bubble just captured there and so you can have like a fun way to store things um by like popping the bubble getting the item out um i don't know like that would be fun if you're able to also like if they have like a a collision box and you're able to like be on top of them that would be fun so there's a lot of fun ideas that you could do with this block and i like the fact that to mine it you have to have a silk touch pick to actually pick it up um but mining it any other way just multiplies it, that seems like a really fun, chaotic thing. So uh, I like this idea a lot. I think it's right on point with the theme, and it's very creative. So thank you so much, Zachariah, for sharing this idea, and congratulations on coming in first place, and thank you so much for being a first-time listener. That's, that's fantastic. Um, so I hope that you stick around. Well, guys, that'll bring us to the end of this week's One Block Challenge. Next week's theme is crouching. So uh, refresh your memory on the rules and how these challenges work by going to the description. You can read all the details there. But I want you to come up with an idea for a block that has something to do with crouching. This should be a fun one. (laughs) I I, I like to pick these sort of vague um, themes because I think that's when I get some of the best ideas out of you guys um, and not all the same kinds of ideas. And uh, this past week was a good example of that. Um, but Crouching, I think, should come up with some very, very good ones, so I can't wait to see what you guys have to say. That'll bring us to the end of this episode. Um, send me your questions, your comments, and your ideas to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by the great Miles Roxalot, <laughs> and I have been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, keep digging straight down. I will see you at Bedrock.